I can't believe I've been brought in to figure out this mystery. Cannon went crazy. He just started tearing stuff up, but, but that's not right. This description, that, that's not Cannon. Cannon's beard is black. Oh my God, it's Frank! That's right, I was a bad guy all along. Well, you'll never stop me. Ha, I knew that was the truth, and now I'm revealed as the good guy. Probably. It's a travolting development. His movies are kinda shit. Fifteen years without a hit. Hey! It's John Travolta! Frank. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Extra belchy. Extra belchy. Extra belchy. Welchy. You know, that is one of the things that's off my list. I cannot have carbonated beverages for a month. That sucks. I thought you said you can't have burps. Well, you, I'm so oh, you're. I'm, burp, yeah. I'm burping like a motherfucker. Whatever they it's, did to it's my, gonna my be, throat has made me extra burpy. I still say it's the protein shakes that aren't helping. I only, I've only had like maybe one a day. That would do it, Frank. <laughs> You know what? I'm on this side of the screen, and I can tell we're recording. Yeah, that's, <laughs> well, that's awesome. You, you, Everybody loves a cold open. Everyone loves a cold the open. frostiest opens in the business. This, <laughs> is this the first time in the podcast history that I've been on this side of the table? At least for Cage, I believe. For Cage, 100%. You've never been over here. Wow. In fact, if for Ock, you've never been over here when I've been on the show. Wow. It's like instead of looking at a bunch of pops, I'm looking at a, a bunch of AEW figures right now. Yeah. Which either way, it's it's pretty sweet. And a bunch of fucking nerds. A bunch of right? fucking, fucking nerds. <laughs> so, um, this is Cajun Greatness presents Travolting Development. Hooray. Where, <laughs> where we talk about the films of John Travolta. Uh, take the amount that we talk about Cage movies a quarter of that. Yeah, this is technically the second Travolting development of the year. I mean, technically, we talk about Travolting or Travolta movies movies a hundred percent of the time on Travolta this, development. This is true. Well, is like, no, nah, well, you know, we do talk about that movie, the movies. Yeah, I mean, like, every Travolting <laughs> development episode has been about a movie of John Travolta. Yeah. So oh, yeah. We're batting a thousand on this spinoff. Our spin most consistent <laughs> output. <laughs> it's not inaccurate. Yeah, but it was like when you actually did the math, you know, you accounted for all the cage episodes. And if we actually yep. sat and did, you know, got real hardcore about some math, then no one wants to do that. Right. Well, no one ever wants to do that. If we're getting real hardcore about math, travolting development over the entire caging greatness life is probably sitting at about. 19 or so percent I think you know what I'll take it because uh, you know, <laughs> it's like 49 point something right? I haven't checked since the Marco episode but it's 49 point something for Cage and then like 30 percent bullshit yeah. and then the rest of it's Travolta <laughs> it's, it's, in, it's in like fractionizing like the what the bullshit <laughs> is you know breaking it down like 40 percent right. Dolomite and shit <laughs> Well, I guess I am uh, running this show today. I'm your host, that Cannon Guy, and with me today, I have my co-host. Uh, it's your boy, Shimmy. Woo-woo-woo. You know it. <laughs> it's... Woo-woo-woo. <laughs> 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 Straight from Long Island himself, Captain Shimmy. <laughs> <laughs> 
Long Island Ice Z. Uh, by the way, it's you know what dazed and confused. Pat. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, for Travolting Development, we have uh, it is Postman Frank who needs to or, talk or, into the microphone. That's right, my or, alter ego is here. Or is it? No, oh, who knows? Who knows? No one really knows. That's some great. That's some uh, some great editing right there. Getting both <laughs> talking at the same time. Well, see what happened is you just stole Frank's dog tags and you've been pretending to be him. <laughs> I'm um I'm section um nine. So anyway, we watched um <laughs> um wow oh, fuck uh oh yes what are we fucking I just realized this is the eighth Travolting development episode. Fuck off! Oh, no no. Oh, that's fantastic! Oh wow! <laughs> how does nice this thing? How does this keep happening to us? I mean, it's just like on this week's episode of AYCH where we talked a lot about Lyme disease and the Zoolander poster and the Lyme disease ribbon are the same color green and Ben Stiller has Lyme disease. Okay. God wills it! And it should have been... Or whatever it is. There is a frightening amount of synchronicity happening on this network this, this week and I don't know what to do with this cosmic power. Wow, it's it's been... Um Wow, it's it's been crazy. It's been off the rails. It's been nuts, but it's been um, definitely a wild ride. You can't deny that. Mm-hmm. That being said, we watched another Travolta movie. Yes, and that was the 2003 classic <laughs> Basic, starring, of course, uh, John Harry Travolta, Connick <laughs> <laughs> Harry Connick Jr., <laughs> top billing Harry Connick Jr. That's right. Harry uh, Harry and Jr. you know some some you know up and comer named Samuel Jackson's also in this uh, movie. Nobody knows who that is. Uh, Connie Nielsen, uh, Tim Daly, and uh, Giovanni Ribisi, who I yeah. forgot I forgot he was in this film, and uh, several others, Tay Diggs, and uh, other people that have had uh, uh, side gigs on military movies it's fine but um so like we do i'm just gonna go round robin style which no not really just gonna go around the table and i want to give everyone's brief review of the film based on the letterboxd five star scale and we shall start with the shim dog all right so this movie had more twists and turns than a fucking f1 racetrack right (laughs) uh it feels like vince russo booked it because every five minutes, somebody was not who they said they were, who you thought they were. But God damn it, I love this movie. Four stars. <laughs> I had a good ass time. Hell yes. Patrick? <laughs> I'm, he's still befuddled. I... I, I <laughs> Everyone <laughs> I don't pa- know how to come down to this movie. Because <laughs> until like the last... 10 minutes I was like okay I know what I'm gonna give this cause like originally I was gonna say you know this movie's a lot like Rashomon if it was stupider constantly raining and you didn't know what any character in this movie's face looked like <laughs> but then the last 10 minutes hit, and I'm just like you know what maybe I do like this movie <laughs> Uh, <laughs> three stars. <laughs> it's like, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> uh, All right. Okay. Postman Frank. Okay, so 
the movie starts off and you think you know what you're getting and it's like kind of like pat said <laughs> i'm just following along the movie it's your typical you know kind of police investigative type thing and then that guy's not who he said he was that guy's not who he said he was <laughs> and then we're like oh okay that's a nice twist and then the last 10 minutes happens and you're like, uh, what uh, is the sky blue? Is the grass? I, I don't know where I am. I don't know. Oh, I'm down anymore. <laughs> it is. Was that really even Harry Connick Jr.? Yeah. And, no, uh, it was Vilmer. The, the indie nominees are like, wait, what? Wilmer Valderrama? No. Oh. But That's I mean, <laughs> it was. It's good. I enjoyed it. Uh, not the greatest of like you know mystery murders but you know three and a half okay okay <laughs> not the great none of you can tell me that you knew how that shit was gonna end when it ended okay? I mean, like, no <laughs> like as far as murder mysteries go that was the most unpredictable shit i've ever seen <laughs> i don't know i've seen the movie before i kind of knew what was gonna happen well, you know <laughs> cheater that seems unfair i was in high school Sorry. Yeah, high school, you sick. Picked the movie. Were you, though? After that movie, were you really in high school? Do you know where you were? Yes. I remember watching this movie when I was in high school. Whose dog tags did you steal? Uh, The Undisputed Heirs. Oh, okay. Because I like that logo. It's really cool. That's a good logo. (laughs) So, uh, I forgot. There is another special guest to the show that hasn't been around in quite some time. Is he going to do the thing? Oh, my God. Is he going to do the thing? He did the thing. Uh, oh, my goodness. There's some crisp Bud Light ASMR for you. Oh, <laughs> man. So, 2003 is basic. Mm-hmm. For, um, again, it has been, wow, if I had to guess, at least a decade since I've seen this movie. Probably longer. Well, if you were in high school, that would put it at, like, 20 years ago. I mean, uh, I know uh, I've, like, seen it, like, after that. Like, there <laughs> you go, Patrick. Yeah, it, it, uh, it's oh. got to be deeper and like more of a rumbling sensation. Anyway, uh, I remember as a kid, like the fucking twist, just, just like I, I was all a fucking about it. Because like this was around like the time. Because like what two years before this, what fucking Swordfish, another. Travolta movie, yeah. which yeah. is like twists and turns galore. I mean, and if you want to hear about that, go listen to the Travolting Development episode on Swordfish yes, on this a, channel. <laughs> on this yep. one. It's good. Go check that out. But I don't even think um, that movie had the amount of um, flips and flops that this one did. Let I don't me tell know of you. any movie that had the amount of flips and flops. This From someone did. who's actually wearing flips and flops. That's true, you are. I mean, uh, that being said, <laughs> like, like Pat, I was just like, you know, maybe I was wrong about how quote-unquote good I thought this movie was. Because I knew it was going to be a good time to watch it. You know, Harry Connick Jr.'s in it. He is I in it. I knew Shimmy was going to be all about that shit. I do love that, That's man. probably why I got two of the four stars. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd be lying if I said there wasn't like at least a half-star bump for that. The, the Harry Connick Jr. bump. Just wait till we watch Dolphin Tale. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> So... I hmm, how I am feeling about basic on a star scale. Hmm, I you know what it's. I think I'm back at. A, I I think I am sitting at 
with Patrick a three. Like, I... Like, the more it goes on, it gets fucking crazy. Let's talk about it. <laughs> so, like, obviously, if you want to be just gooped, gagged, depressed, and plopped, <laughs> go on the experience yourself. Come back and listen to this, because it will be definitely spoiling it here out. But just, like, <laughs> trust us when you say, a bitch, you won't be able to figure this one out. Like, <laughs> I'd never seen it, and I'm glad I'd never seen it or heard about it or knew it. Like, going into this blind, oh. I had a blast. Oh, I didn't know this was your first go. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. I had nothing. But, um, yeah, uh, we get a team, we get a military team uh, dropped into the jungle, and then the, the Predator shows up. Wait, no, wait, that's not I right. mean, Dog movie. It uh, is. I mean, it, John McTiernan, though. We get Ben Stiller and Jack Black dropped into the jungle. I mean, making me. from the DVD, <laughs> DVD menu, you would be not blamed for thinking it was Predator. No. Yeah. No, those those, those razor-led sites in, like, a rainy jungle, and then, like, all these, like, mist, like, dark shapes of people. And, and the it, hardest picture of John Travolta from this movie they could have possibly gotten. Hardest. From, like, one three-second scene. Fucking saturation <laughs> just everywhere. The bluest movie ever. <laughs> I know that was Swin Fan, excuse me. Yeah, which is funny enough because, um, I mean, I know it's not going to matter at the time this this drops but uh, the day it's being recorded yesterday was the 35th anniversary of John McTiernan's The Predator well Predator and uh, and I forgot this was a John McTiernan film it like, worked out real well completely so who knew <laughs> well I imagine McTiernan probably did I mean he, he knew it was going to happen like if some some odd years down the line, yeah. But anyway, this military team gets dropped into the woods, and then people start <clears> dropping <throat> like flies, and then it becomes a whodunit a murder mystery, and we're trying to find out what's going on. And we watched the movie, and I think half of us still don't know what's going on. But I believe we did have a damn good time on this adventure. It was fun. Yeah, fun. Yeah. Very fun. For sure. <laughs> like, Pat's reaction alone was worth the price of admission. <laughs> like, I, I don't remember. <laughs> Surprise. I don't, I don't remember seeing you this flummoxed ever before. <laughs> the, you know what? <laughs> the absolute look of shock on your face. Wait, what happened? What? What's going on? Because, like, oh, I was saying what, what happened in my head the whole time because <laughs> most of it didn't feel like it made any sense. Like, it just felt like really meandery for the biggest part of it because like I was ready to give this movie like a two or maybe even a one and a half I'm just like what the fuck is happening <laughs> and then the last ten minutes hit and a bitch was <laughs> blown out of the water goddamn like yeah it's like there shit goes awry and then uh, this uh, it was a colonel right uh, who brings in John Travolta? Maybe the commander uh, of the, the base. commander. Yeah, yeah he's base commander. commander. I'm not sure what his rank and what, was. What is John Travolta's character's name in this movie, folks? Tom, Tom Hardy. Hardy. <laughs> no fucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and man, are they really trying to get you to believe that John Travolta is just a salt of the earth dude guy? I'm- <laughs> Because he's got he's got whiskey in the shower. He fucking dips. He's fucking shouting out to his nice girls on the street of New Orleans, and and I don't believe it one second. I think it was supposed to be Panama. You, you know what? 
Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Uh, they didn't get a good. I don't think they get a good. But job. it was Harry Connick Jr. was there, so of course it's New Orleans. That's right. <laughs> it's like that's that's why it's like he doesn't wander too far away from his. I mean, his face is on the sign when he drives it to town. Just like throw it on doctor's coat on me and let's just go party for like. They might have filmed it in New Orleans. Harry Connick Jr. was just there. But that's probably exactly what happened. I feel like Harry we need a doctor. Harry kind of is just a curse entity bound to the land of New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually a ghost that's bound to whatever bar he hangs out in in New Orleans. It can only wander a certain distance well, I feel away. Like he walks out out, out of the, the town line, he starts to crumble like portrait of Dorian Gray. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we have John Travolta's character. Not John Travolta, I'm sorry. Uh, Samuel Jackson, who's also in this movie. His character is... Um, He's a uh, a mean son mean of a bastard. Let me tell you, he's like the the, the training guy, army army ranger uh, drill sergeant, army yeah. ranger yeah. drill sergeant. And like I would say, he was the most entertaining part of the movie because he's just a fucking bastard. But goddamn, is he entertaining? <laughs> <laughs> they, they just said, Sam, you just go off, girl. You just do whatever you want. It's like just do the uh, the diet cola version of Vigo Mortensen in uh, GI Jane. Yeah, basically. Just do that. And let me just say that fit he had at least when they were in the middle of the jungle in the rain was fucking rad. That beret, like the cape, just fucking flapping in the wind, all wet and shit. That looked pretty sick. Until you know he got murdered. Yeah, mm. but how did they get murdered? How many times? <laughs> Who knows? Ways. I don't okay, know. A, B, C, or D. I, I think we need to tell everybody that. Uh, he gets murdered multiple times, multiple ways, because we keep hearing different stories about how Samuel L. Jackson's character got murdered. Yes. That was that's the whole crux of the beginning of the movie is what happened to everybody else except for the two guys that, you know, made it back. And it all all of their stories revolved around killing Samuel L. Jackson's character. Yes. And at the very end of the movie, of course he's still alive. Yes. Everyone is still breathing at the end of this movie. Except, because they're actors, ladies and gentlemen. Except for the two <laughs> yeah. guys they brought in for questioning. Except for the redneck and Giovanni Ribisi. Yeah, yeah. Who method acted through the movie and did not take a shower. Yes. And people were not happy. Ew. It, we also, you can find Giovanni Ribisi in um, Succession now. I'm pretty sure he's in it. I like him. He's a good actor. Also, I was fucking gooped when like he started like... Gorping up blood like he's in the goddamn exorcist, like coming out of his ears. Yeah, like there, there was a lot of blood. I think there was more blood coming out of his mouth than in the uh, first Nightmare on Elm Street film. It's like his his mouth was Johnny Depp's bed, pretty much. That was just <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot of blood vomit. It was. I remember as a, as a youngster, that kind of creeped me out a little bit. Kinda I was just like, oh, it was pretty oh, gross. God, it, also, that is entirely more blood that's inside of a human body. And also, uh, while while I'm over here flapping around on the IMDb uh, uh, trivia, this is my favorite uh, uh, piece of trivia from the film. Um, it's raining almost the entire movie. Fifty one out of fifty five people found this interesting. I like that first bit of trivia about John McTiernan and why he didn't make a movie for 13 years after this. Yeah. We're huh? going all like... Uh, Illegally wiretapping, and he was also in jail. Yeah. You can't make a movie inside of jail. <laughs> Makes it difficult. You make a movie not as good as Die Hard, jail. I, I mean, I, I will say jail. that's probably one of the the, the bigger criticisms of the movie is that it is raining for the majority of the movie in, in the present time in the flashback portion of the film 
So like it's dark and it's raining. You only get like light by like lightning. So I didn't know what really anybody looked like except for uh, Giovanni Rabisi and the other uh, suspect. And just like I'm, I'm just gonna take your word for it and try to remember all these fucking last names. <laughs> like Tay Diggs was there. It's like okay, I know Tay Diggs. And then in the jungle scenes, it was random white guy that's not dead and random white guy that's dead and Giovanni Ribisi <laughs> and, the, uh, and then Rosalind Sanchez in the worst hat ooh. I've ever seen in my life. Hat? That, yeah, that boonie hat that like came down across most of her face. Like She couldn't see through that shit. I, I guess it's like I guess her weird army bucket hat was supposed to be like oh she's actually a girl guy. <laughs> I don't know her her whole character was kind of cringe to me. Well, I feel like she, at a, at a certain point she got way campier, especially like in the second retelling, like yeah, way over the top when she started licking people. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that. Uh, whoever was telling that part of the story, they really embellished that. Of course, looking back on it, considering that that was random, not dead white guy telling the story. It wasn't true. And it wasn't true. And it was also the people that he's revealed to have been working with. He was probably just fucking around with John Travolta. Yeah. Uh, in hindsight because <laughs> yes. Travolta knew all of this shit going in yeah. and is playing as an interrogator finding all of this shit out and of course his buddy this is something Shimmy would do I guarantee you if they're in this situation <laughs> making up shit about his teammate to try to screw with the guy in oh, front yeah. of him it who's trying to be stone faced and not react no Ken it was so weird Frank <laughs> just started licking a guy it was crazy man all over the face it was weird <laughs> Saying shit like, I want you, poppy, and then, like, pointing a gun at his balls. We just want to see your pack. We just want to see your pack. Yeah, that was a, it was not a, I don't know, like, it might have been a great performance if that's what they were going for, but. (laughs) But in the moment, how, like, how she's, how that character is wildly different in one version of the story and then turn into this and the other version. It's just like. It, 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 it's until the big fucking reveal I'm just like what is happening in this <laughs> television in front of me because like it feels like in a lot of ways like a very rote like whodunit very Tom Clancy very that and then like it's just like all this weird in- intrigue but it's not really that interesting and then like John Travolta is just like mean mugging the whole time and then like uh, the inspector uh, uh, lady who's like, this girl's not doing her job. Bring in this jackass from off the street. And it's like, she she barely got to talk to the dude. And it's like, nah, 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 nah. She's, but then, of course, she's like, he's all part of it, I guess. I guess he's there to catch, make sure the stories were tight. Something. Well, like, the... the the voice of Superman, Tim Daly, called in Travolta's character because they're buddies, and he thought if Travolta found out the truth, he could just buy him off with a bribe. That's why he was called in. No, it sure. Yeah, but it still made her look like shit. Yeah, that oh, was yeah, like, no, yeah. for sure. Yeah, it was like a side, like throwaway, like line of was it dialogue or was it like a something? No, it was, it was dialogue right before uh, Tim Daly gets shot. He's like, he's like, Travolta's like, that's why you brought me in. You thought you could just buy me off if I found out. He goes, yeah, a little bit. You like bribes. No, I wasn't talking about that. I was talking about him being under investigation for allegedly taking bribes. Oh, yeah, that was just a throwaway bit at the beginning with a phone call that 
you know, which doesn't make sense in hindsight. Yeah. I, I no. That's really more so there to throw us off than like, even though when you think about it in the, the grander plot of the story, it's like, well, it would have made sense if it was just a cover. Yeah. Like, but he got a phone call from like his superior or something making it real. Yeah. But like, what if he was undercover with his superior and that was their more cover cover story? Like, cause they established that none of those people, that's none of their names. Like yeah. Jack's like all that, all that. Like that's not the, who they are. So hence the shitty name, Tom Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, now we've made another celebrity enemy. John Cusack already hates us enough. Yeah. I love John does Cusack. He? It's your fault. In my head, he, he does. Yeah. Hey, if, if anybody, I'm the one that dressed him down with my spilling his tea. Uh, we, that, I'm, I'm just, yeah, all of you kind of shit on that that movie. But we shit. He, me, <laughs> me, and, shit me and, a, and and my fellow guest uh, guest host Emilio loved that movie. I'm not mad about Gross Point Blank. You're I'm mad, mad that he shit about talks Conair. Yeah. Doo and ass no. John Cusack. Hmm? It's really not his jam though. I'm just how they got him in that him, movie is weird. Like in my head, how he's just sitting in that movie. Probably money. I mean. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, it sounded like they didn't sell it correctly to him, like what it was actually going to be. Sounded like he's just a bitch, uh, or he's a bitch. <laughs> they said this is going to be a very serious movie, and I then he saw John it. Cusack, I called you a bitch. <laughs> you better watch out, John McTiernan might have our mics bugged. Oh, <laughs> well, like, no, John Cusack's just sitting in his Hollywood mansion, going like, ah, oh, with a coffee in up his ass. These damn Cajun greatness people keep tell, calling me bitch, and they're talking about how I poop my pants, and he's just mad at us. That's my idea, anyway. Okay. All right. So, y'all want to take some time to uh, talk about the uh, the the witty the witty back and forth between uh, Hardy and Osborne, between Travolta's character oh, and Lord. Nielsen's. character? You mean the sexual tension that you can <laughs> cut with a knife? Yes. <laughs> the the most where he fake slash real hit on her the entire time. The, the most like forced like sexual component, and then like there's. And then there's uh, just sniping each other. Nye, 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 nye. I want your phone number. And then, like, she gets frustrated. And then just fucking throws him into a room. It's like combat rules. And just like, hey, like, kicks him. And then grabs her by the fucking neck. Like, it's a jar of olives. And then. That was weird. That then, was like, a weird scene. It acts like they're going to kiss. And she's like, uh uh-uh, uh, bitch. I'm going to stick a gun between our mouths. Apparently, they were told to tone down the sexual tension. T- uh, tone down. <laughs> Good <from> Lord. Nothing. <laughs> I want that two down to a one. Jeez. The one thing I'm disappointed out uh, about now is he knew the whole story and he kept acting like he was a great detective figuring everything out. Oh, man. He was a good old sleuth. He was a regular old fucking like, Robert Downey Jr. as Sherlock they, Holmes. Yeah. They would they would go in and have a little, you know, talky-talk to the guys in interrogation, and then he would walk out. She'd be all confused, and he'd throw a little nugget of wisdom in that he already knew. Yeah. I mean, he might not have known exactly how it went down. He was there. I mean, not exactly how it went down. <laughs> like, they didn't know the drugs. I did like the scene where, you know, she was making up the story in her head and he stabbed Samuel L. Jackson's character. <laughs> it's like, damn it. It's like, how many times can you see um, Samuel L. Jackson die in one Look, movie? We just, we, just so want, many. we all want to turn at killing Sam. <laughs> <laughs> so... This movie is intercut with just like flashbacks galore. Well, I guess hypothetical flashbacks. Unreliable narrator flashbacks. Yes. Very much so. And it's just, it's raining, it's wet, 
it's a jungle. Like I said, I just got out of a jungle last night with the Predator, and now I'm back in it with Travolta just uh-huh. lighting cigarettes and taking one drag and throwing them out for some reason. <laughs> that, that, was, that was a lot of wasted cigarettes. Also, who the fuck's... Who, I mean, I know this is a terrible question for me to ask in f- fucking Alabama of all places, but who the fuck carries like cigarettes and a can of chew in their fucking pockets? Like who does both? Everyone I went to high school with. When you like, just, when you like, just need that nicotine. I mean, because <laughs> I I was literally like I already didn't like this character from the start, <laughs> and then like when he fucking pulls out this can of Shaw, I was like, no, ma'am. And then he sticks it, he sticks it in, but then like never. I swear he must have just like swallowed it because ew, it's never addressed again. You're yeah, right. It's not like he just like has this big pat cheating and going it's like well, spitting into an empty Mountain Dew bottle here's the thing Pat turns out that was beef jerky yeah, just ground <laughs> up beef jerky oh, it you been. know actually yeah, it, it been, was yeah. chocolate flavored big lead chew oh that sounds good too oh. ew chocolate gum oh yeah, why not I mean oh. you got me at a Tootsie Roll I don't know if I want to chew on <laughs> chocolate for like a long period of time no, that's questionable. <laughs> yeah, it's just training wheels for kids to get into nicotine. <laughs> I remember my dad uh, uh, forbidding us from buying those candy cigarettes. Don't even want to pretend. Like, but, then, right. but then, like, they're right, also that, because they're just chalk, Dad. They were. <laughs> I enjoyed the candy cigarettes. They don't have any flavor. Yeah, they were disgusting. I mean, literally, they're one step below Smarties. A little bit, yeah. yeah. I like Smarties. Well, but, well, yeah, Smarties has like just like a granular of sugar each. <laughs> like they literally just took the refuse powder from like Elmer's chocolate and just made little tiny sticks. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what they did. They made the Smarties and when those are left over, they just crammed into little white sticks and put them in a pack. Yeah, it seems likely. So, basic. <laughs> well, I like to looking at me. You're the, you're, the, I, I, you're the leader of this one. I just, Man, everything I wanted to say has already been said. Well, I mean, I just love that we had this exact same conversation earlier tonight about just, like, bullshit candy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we discovered something really interesting today. I don't know if it's that me, interesting. Me and, me and Shimmy, I bought snacks, as I usually do. Yeah. A bag of Munchos. Yeah. And a bag of Reese's Cups. Yeah. Reese's, the Reese's Cups were fine, I, I found out. But when I you eat the Munchos first... They have a weird aftertaste. Oh, yeah. Munchos fuck with the palate real hard. So you mean to tell me the next uh, Reese's Cut with the uh, potato chips inside is not going to be Muncho sponsored? Probably not. I would not recommend. No. (laughs) Oh, my God. I know what I want to fucking talk about in this movie. I don't know if y'all called it, but there was one moment in the movie when I just like just fucking just cackled just loud as fuck. They use the same shot twice. And I know... You know, oh, it's a flashback, whatever. Yeah, but the character was not doing the same thing in both fucking retellings. It's like when you remember when everyone was asleep in the first retelling, mm-hmm. and then like noon, not Nunez. Yeah, it was Nunez. Yeah. Got fucking like lit up with bullets, ah, and like fell down. In another retelling, she was standing up with the gun, you know, and then like bullets started going everywhere, and then she's asleep again, like ah, and goes back down. Anybody else catch that? But me. No. I did notice that a couple of those scenes across the retellings seemed pretty similar. Well, but I, mean, I couldn't put my figure on exactly what the similarities were. I mean, I figured they, they would be similar enough to be like, okay, like, there's to, to, to 
kind of highlight what the truth may be and then like what the disparities are but like you know <laughs> and then we get the final version where like fucking Sam Jackson comes in and it's like goddamn Superman it's like pop 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 killing them all and then when Nunez tries to like shoot him he runs out the door and it's just like where'd he go and he's like over here bitch and pop 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 pops her from the back when he's standing on top of the goddamn building <laughs> with, with the fucking cape blowing in the wind and then uh, I don't know it, it was bonkers I mean, I th- still think there are people in this film that had actual superpowers. I still want to go back to that scene where um, Osborne threw Travolta like in this other room, like in a completely different room that they weren't even in. That was like, an impressive toss. Like they were in a hallway, and then it's all of a sudden, you son of a bitch, Oof, and they're just like doing acrobatics in like this storage facility. Like sex gun. Like that was a fresh Prince of Bel Air throw. Like that was it was pretty good. I mean, like and John Travolta's a big dude, especially in this movie. He's, he's beefy, and she's just. Just like, just threw him out like a like a bartender on The, the Simpsons. <laughs> Made a point to see him in in that towel at the opening of the film. Mm-hmm. Big old, big old fucking like almost half ass roid oily belly just fucking it, hanging it's, out. It's like it's simultaneously like a belly, but also like a little bit of muscles on it. Yeah, like like okay, okay, uh, okay, John Trevor, gonna need you to hit the gym for about three months. Before this movie, just enough for this one scene. Like, we're gonna, we'll, we'll put you in a, in a tight black shirt. It'll be fine. <laughs> I was about to say we need you to look fucking jacked in a black fucking t-shirt in a, for a little bit, you know. <laughs> yeah, that, that t-shirt was tiny. Yeah, it was. And like, and, and she's like a fairly small lady too. But she also like knocked out the first suspect like cold cloth. Like she had fucking brass knuckles on mm-hmm. and broke Henry Connick Jr.'s nose. Harry. With a phone book. <laughs> I love how the, I, the offense on Shimmy's face when you called him how, Henry. How dare you? I love, I love the irony there. They're not supposed to leave marks. Shatters his nose. Yeah. <laughs> Just like blood everywhere. Like it's oh. pointing in another direction. <laughs> and, he, and how he keeps bringing up that she broke his fucking nose was <laughs> a good nose. bit. That was uh, funny. It's like, you broke my goddamn nose. He goes, oh, yeah, I've supplied him the drugs. You broke my fucking nose. <laughs> <laughs> That was fucking good. That was. Oh, but, man, we got him singing in the movie. Travolta sang in the shower for a little bit while he was down in some, uh, what was it, Jack Diagonals? Yeah, I don't know what it was. Grab Jack Daniels off his shower. I did notice how odd it was that the closed caption, the subtitles on this particular DVD, did not subtitle the songs (laughs) that either one of them were singing. Or the swear words. Yeah, they skipped a bunch of swear words in them subtitles. Yeah, the subtitles weren't 100% accurate. Um, I mean, I do appreciate gigantic yellow letters. (laughs) God, that font. I mean, mean, honestly, they need to make subtitles as legible as possible. So having yellow letters against a dark movie helps. But, like, it's a look a little fried. And but not as fried as, as the as the in movie font they use for like locations and so it was just like oh God, that red was... like X Files letters. Yeah, that was drippy blood MS paint type yeah. fucking lettering I, that was dark maroon against a dark background. I, I think it was supposed to emulate like the, the uh, military stamp uh lettering and it did not do a good job. It, it was they could they could have just made the font white because it just looks really illegible. That would have been helpful. But yeah, but that's just another example of they only do that for like like opening bits of the film and I swear yeah, like at least times, that I remember yeah. you never fucking see it again through the rest no. of the movie. No, so you, why have times. it in there? I think just, they wanted to establish that there was Sam Jackson dropping everybody off 
then shit hits the fan in between. Yeah. And you got to figure out what those hours are. But again, like, make it white. Yeah, it makes more sense. Dark red. It's like, it's like, fuck, whatever. Even do the, the fucking weird, like, cliche classified thing where some shit gets blacked out. Like, yeah, I mean, it's know, not whatever. like they didn't use several other tropes in this movie. Why not add one more? Hell yeah. I mean, I, that I one at least would have worked. Yeah. Instead, no, we get, like, this bad, like, rejection <laughs> font from, like, Blade 2 that you can't even read because everything's dark. What if Papyrus was edgy? <laughs> it's, that, that's another, uh, it's really fucking dark in this movie. I know that it was at night, but haha, funny. But just, like, it's really hard to figure out your little murder mystery if you can't see anybody's fucking face. <laughs> because, like, in the jungle, it is pitch black, raining, everybody's got a floppy hat on, and it's like, who the fuck is talking? Everyone's got a floppy hat on. Yeah. <laughs> Even floppier, because it's fucking raining just now. Just drip dropping. Like, just rude at this point. It's floppy hats. God, man, everyone's <laughs> trying to figure out who did what. We got um, Rabisi in the hospital. Mm-hmm. I know we already talked about it. He was a guy who just vomited, just blood, just died. Because yeah. he was one. He, Rabisi and the uh, other suspect, uh, a live Mueller. white guy. Yeah, the other alive, not redneck. I think. <laughs> white guy. I guess technically that would make him. But, but Dunbar? I don't fucking know. Dunbar it's like, or, until. Certain other information is revealed. He was Dunbar, like, but then he was Pike, but then he wasn't any of them. Yeah, it's, 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 it's not even his real name. <laughs> the fucking forty like, chess in this movie. <laughs> like your your brain will hurt a little bit at some point because even like, like like wait huh? And I've seen this movie several times. Everybody's goddamn name and it's like trying to stick it to a face that doesn't exist. Like if you're the sort of person who remembers names better than faces, this movie's not going to be a good time for you. No. Not whatsoever. If you're the type who remembers faces better than names, this movie going to be only slightly better for you. <laughs> about half the time. God. Yeah, if you can't keep track of both of those, you're kind of screwed. If through you're this movie. face yeah. and name blind, shit out of luck. Just read the Wikipedia summary. You'll be fine. Oh, yeah. You're good to go. <laughs> Can't that always clear things up? <laughs> I, I will say the opening credits, uh, the voiceover with the fake Southern accent. Always oh, yeah, the, annoys the fuck out of me. Her accent came and went yeah, quite a few times. it was bad. It was oh, not yeah. good. It was the same case, because she's also in um, The Devil's Advocate, and yeah. the same thing happens there. Oh, that's right. She plays his sister or something like that. They, yeah. Where they, is she from? Not the South. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Connie Nielsen. Wow. Oh, she was also in Gladiator. That's right. Yes, she yeah. was in. in uh, Strangely, had an accident in that one too. She was uh, Hippolyta and all the DC stuff. She was born in Frederikshavn, Denmark. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I mean that's right next door to Alabama. Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah it's right there. Um, at an eighteen, she moved to France. Wake up from France. Before, and then she lived in Italy. <laughs> <laughs> and then she moved to the United States. Let's see. Uh, you've, you're used to French people, Italian people. Do a southern accent. Because <laughs> yeah. they're right. similar. All right, so you're from Denmark, then you moved to France, then you moved to Italy. Can you sound like you're a redneck? Potato. That's good enough. 
you know, you, you mix them all together, you get something pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, like, I know, it, I know, it got very weird. And like, like Shim said earlier, like apparently McTiernan told him to like tone down the tension a little bit. <laughs> but uh, a little too far. I don't. I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I at some point, I kind of dug their back and forth. Like, like especially when they're just like, I, I guess like. To the point where they're just like done with each other's shit, and they're like, "Well, fuck it, let's just find out what the hell's going on." Even though technically, Travolta already knows what the hell's going on for the most part. I think. I'm, I'm, I'm with you right there at the beginning where he's just like the smart ass to her. Yeah, and 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 she can't came right back with what was it he said? He asked her a question, uh, and she said uh, something about being uh, angry. Angry and uncooperative. Uh, angry and uncooperative. Yeah, that was pretty good. I enjoyed that. that very adversarial between the two of them. I never got that she had any, any interest in him at all. It's like the almost kiss thing, which is I'm, I'm thinking, go, no, no, that does not <laughs> track no at all. There's like there's no there's no chemistry here. But if anything, this movie showed us like this case like physically broke this woman. Okay, she smoking cigarettes <laughs> hasn't done that in forever. Right? Had a beer. She orders a fucking beer at the end of this movie. She doesn't drink beer. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, a better ending of this story would have been after they all revealed to her that they're all alive and they've been fucking with her this whole time. If she pulls out her pistol and shoots all of them dead, it's like now you're. I would have been so fucking happy. (laughs) Oh my god! It's like y'all fucking with me, bam, 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 bam. You made a fool of me and ruined my career, bam, 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 bam. bam. And like my, my didn't really ruin her career though, because now she's going to join them and like the official clandestine section eight group it's and that is i'd forgotten about this shit the like when she follows travolta to the clubhouse and there's a giant fucking eight ball just in front of the door <laughs> just like hanging out and it's like there's a clue you know what <laughs> because 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 like we knew about section eight like all this lead up that like you know Sam Jackson's character he's like oh he's had like his secret team of like people he's trying to do like shady shit and then the university pukes up blood because he dies of mysterious circumstances and he like draws a number eight on uh, her hand it's like hmm it's an eight there's something happening here there's there's some some black opery happening and then (laughs) black opery (laughs) I like that (laughs) I, I'm trying to remember like the levels of reveal because like this, this shit had more reveals than a goddamn drag show. It's hard to keep track. It really fucking is. Like we're not joking around. It's like oh they're not talking about a movie. It's hard to keep track of this fucking movie. There's literally so many twists and turns. Shyamalan, be goddamned. Okay. <laughs> literally, my review was if M Night Shyamalan wrote a Tom Clancy novel. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good one. That's a good one. I liked it. I really liked yeah. it. It was fun it's as fun. hell. Well, the, well, the thing is, when he's bored, when uh, he's bored in the plane, and the doctor outs him as not being Dunbar, and they rush the plane, and I'm like, the twist. Mm-hmm. He's not Dunbar. He's Pike. So of course he killed yeah Sam. Mm-hmm. And they grab him off the plane. Then he tells an entirely different story about drug dealing, and then it's revealed that the colonel. Is actually the the whole kingpin of the drug dealing thing. 
uh, goes to shoot. Or the base sergeant, he he was like kind of the, the 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 head of it, and then Sam Jackson was kind of like the guy on the ground and used his yeah. black op team to section eight to go to running back and forth, and they 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 pretended to like uh, kill off these people so they kind of throw them off the trail to, to sneak in this another hand, twist, this cocaine, and then like, okay, and then like and then. The uh, base sergeant's like, ha ha, uh, you, you figure me out, I'm gonna shoot you. And then the lady's like, no, nah, I saw you pull the guns. I said, I'm gonna shoot you. And she's like, yes, yeah, all wrapped up. And then, no, 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 no. no, no. no, no. <laughs> There's like, then this is weird moments. Like, oh, John, I'm gonna give you my phone number. You're kind of hot. And he's like, take me out for a date? Sure. But then he says one little phrase. It's like, hmm. As long as we no. tell the story right. As long as we tell the story right. Because that was that was a reoccurring phrase, and she's like, "Hmm, something ain't that, right here." Yeah, that's not what an that's not what an innocent person says. They say, get, "As long as we tell the truth." You get like five minutes of flashbacks of her remembering things that other people had said that she wasn't actually there for, and she tails John Travolta, <laughs> and then Dunbar Pike, not Dunbar Pike, shows up, and they're like they're dancing at carnival, and then giant eight ball, and she's like, ah, "I'm gonna kill all of you for ruining my life," and then Samuel Jackson. And walks in. Why is this woman pointing a gun at you? Just like, hi. It's like, I'm not dead. I was just trying to get out of this uh, this this job. And then fucking the dude that we thought was Pike, the the uh, the, the the other black man in the team is like, yeah, Pike's not really my dame. Yeah. He sits down. And then the other three people on the team, <laughs> they show up. Everyone who isn't the redneck and Giovanni Rabizi was in on it. They That's all fate their death. It was all superhero style. You can't find their fucking bodies, but obviously they're got to be dead. But they're not. And like apparently none of those are their real names. So they just infiltrated the group with Jackson because they're all part of this Section Eight thing that's official. And Travolta's a colonel for some reason, like because he's a part of it too. He's like the leader of Section Eight, and their their official job is weeding out shit like this in the military. Because they called him Colonel, even though he wasn't in the army anymore. But apparently, he is in the army, and everything was just a cover. And then, then at the very end, he's like, "Hey, hey, lady, you want a job?" And then she's like, "And so I'll have a beer." And then, yeah, there's. it's like, how do you turn in your resignation for joining a group like this? Well, I mean, it's got to be just a John Travolta says, "I want this one," and then they transfer you. Yeah, no, they gotta like fake a, a death or something. Well, that's a, like that's another thing. Uh, at, at, the, at the end of it, Samuel Jackson character is dead officially. Yeah, it's what he's saying at the little their little clubhouse. Yeah, he's officially dead. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, there. well, I was thinking of retiring anyway. Well, yeah. and I was like, well, uh, yeah, let's fake your death so you don't get your retirement money. But now he's joined Section Eight, and you've joined Section Eight. I hope they have better retirement than the military. I does. mean, I guess if they're part of this like weird clandestine, off the books like ghost work shit. According to Wikipedia, it is a black ops anti drug unit led by Colonel Tom Hardy. <laughs> Colonel Tom Hardy. And, uh, and like, they're full-on legit military, and that's why uh, Samuel Jackson faked his death, so that they can extract him from leadership without people wondering where he went and have him join Section 8. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Man! It's like, this movie, you know what? 
I'm glad it didn't take place in the Hammerstein ballroom because if it did, you know what? Probably would have been a little fucking overbooked. Just mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> in, anywhere else, Jeff Jarrett would have showed up. But if it was in the Tokyo Dome, I'd have given it five stars. At least. <laughs> now, Tom Hardy, the actor, yeah. he would just... He had either like just started or started shortly after this acting. Correct? Like, wasn't Let me Star see. Trek Insurrection one of his first movies? I believe so. Yes. Yeah, that was, and like that his, was early two thousands. Uh, let me look. <clears throat> he made his film debut in Ridley Scott's Black Hawk Down in two thousand one. Okay, so which two, was two, two years. Before? Yeah. And also, I love how on Letterbox the header pay, header photo for Basic is literally like a. Spoiler of the last bit of the movie. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? Oh, that's, that's funny. So funny. I mean, obviously, you don't know that if you haven't seen it, but like uh, looking back, it's like, yeah, that's 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 kind of big. I mean, to be fair, it's twenty years movie now, twenty years old. <laughs> yeah, I, I, everybody does it for fucking us, I guess. <laughs> oh man, yeah, well, I, I think a, I, I think we're all we were all seeing it for the first time except for Cannon, right? I was. Yeah. Oh wow! Holy shit balls! Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I just knew it was a long and windy road <laughs> to uh, to get to where we needed to go. But I mean, it it's it's still fun. Like like I said, like I agree with Pat. Like even though like it it's like long in some points, and it's just like it's confusing. It's just like what the fuck is actually happening? But then when we get to this like banana sandwich of a payoff, <laughs> and you're just like. You're looking at the sandwich and you're like, okay, this, this, I mean, it looks okay. I guess I'm going to eat this now. <laughs> it's like, you know, I, I saw, I saw you cook a dish <laughs> for 90 minutes <laughs> and then you, did you give me something like, I thought you were cooking spaghetti and then you just gave me a tortilla. So I don't know what the hell happened. But it was a, it was a, you know what? It was a better than average tortilla. Yeah. At the end of it, it, it all kind of came out in the wash. It's like it had pickles on it, but it was okay, I guess. Because like I, I was fully prepared to give just a much lower score, and then like you I'm, know yeah. the, the finale, they 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 turned it around. They they won me back. Like for me, the whole time I was wow, I'm interested. I'm really interested. Oh, that's a cool tool. Oh, I can't believe he was in on it. Oh, that's really neat. I'm super interested. I can't believe he did it. What the fuck? And I just my excitement level just kept going up. <laughs> yeah, it is. Pretty, I was just like I was sitting at a two for a while. I was like, maybe this movie is not as you know. I was never like anticipating it to be this like fantastic by any means, but I thought it was like you know pretty solid. And then I was like, man, this is kind of weird. But then I mean, it's still weird. But you know what? It's it's enjoyable at least in my eyes. I mean, yeah. I mean, first time watchers. I mean, I. You, you're going to be pretty surprised by the end, I would guess. <laughs> I had a good-ass time. Yeah. That was fun. I mean, I, I, look, I don't regret it at all. I mean, I'm still just like, uh, hey, look, nothing else has surprised me as much as this fucking movie. I'll tell you that. <laughs> God, and, and, and again, like, I, I was smoking cigarettes at a very young age, and I remember even then just being very mad at John Travolta. I was like, <laughs> I could have had that! <laughs> You're wasting so You're many. Wasting, like that's like that's like a quarter. You just 
Just yeah, threw it away. Like, little Cannon Jr. is just like nine o'clock. It's like nine years old at the ballpark. It's like just stewing. Hey, I didn't smoke. I didn't start smoking until I was 14. Okay. <laughs> Damn it, John Travolta. I got was too much to throw away. He's got, he got like, a, like a slingshot in his Yo. pocket hat turned around. Yo, man, shit. Cigarettes were like $3 a pack back then. Shit was good. <laughs> Like, they're fucking, Jeez. like, what, $7 now? I'll never forget. There was this dude that, like, I mean, I was in the car waiting for my mom to leave this gas station, and then, like, she was taking forever, and I was like, she was getting some juice. What's going on? And then she gets in the car. She goes, I'm sorry. I had to ask this man a question. Did you see the man that walked out of here with, like, like 20 cartons of cigarettes? I was like, No. Why, why would I care about a dude with 20 cartons of cigarettes? She goes, well, I saw him like buying 20 cartons of cigarettes, and I've never seen anything like that. So I was curious. So I asked him. I was like, <laughs> it's like I'm sorry, sir. I got to ask. It's like, why are you buying? Well, mom legitimately asked this fucking stranger why he was buying <laughs> 20 cartons of cigarettes. They were Doral's, too. And might I add, I had Doral's back in the day. When it comes to the icky stickies, gross. <laughs> They're not good. They're disgusting. Did, 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 he actually, did he actually confess and tell your mom that he was selling them to, uh, to school drill them? No, but he still... <laughs> no. <laughs> but he still gave a pretty valid reason. And even I, as a child in the car, going, you know what? Based. That was before I created that term when I was a kid. Yeah. Before, yeah. So, it, yeah. <laughs> well, why did he have them then? Because, because uh, he's from New York and they were expensive as fucking balls. There, they're a hundred dollars a carton. Then, probably oh, wow. true. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Damn, like yeah. they were on average about forty-five dollars a carton well, back then. I think something like that. Well, hmm. Alabama has always been like the cheaper of uh, <clears throat> cost of living. Man, like even even now, like uh, my ex in laws live in Georgia. Yeah, I fill up the tank before I hit Georgia. Man, makes I, sense. I was still smoking cigarettes when I moved to Alabama, and those motherfuckers went up in price at least twice on me. That's why I went to the fucking mango dicks. <laughs> that's the vape sticks, you know. But that's code for the vapes around here. We just call them mango dicks because it's funny. Huh. Also, another thing that's been hit by inflation, DiGiorno pizzas. Oh, my God. Y'all, listen to this horse shit, okay? All right, we're turning into the inflation podcast. Listen here. Shit's getting out of control. Shimmy, do you want to know how much I saw a fucking DiGiorno for at Walmart? Probably six seventy-five. Uh, That is what it was on average. It's about ten fucking dollars now at Walmart. Really? Yes. Wow. If you want cheese in that crust, uh-huh. get ready to fucking pay up, let me tell you. Yeah. Like, I mean, fuck, that was insane. Well, are, I know, are we about to go into back in my day? Well, I know Red Barons ran about three dollars and fifty cents uh four or five years ago and, and now they're up to like five twenty. Imagine the mobs of fucking rednecks <laughs> slapping Biden. I did that stickers on the tornoes. <laughs> Bright passes in the pizza price. It's not delivery, it's inflation. Jeez. God damn it. Speaking of that shit, I'm watching like actual TV today. Yeah. And the political ads just crack me up because it's not a Democrat versus Republican race. It's like four different Republicans trying to out-conservative each other, and it's fucking hilarious. It's an IndyCar 500 is what you're telling me there, Bob. <laughs> yeah, well, 
guess with guns, Jesus, and Trump. Mm-hmm. Fucking any car racer yep. fans that listen to the show out there, oh, go to 500, you piece of shit. I don't know. I don't know anything about But it just cracked me up because they're, they're call, basically calling Mo Brooks a liberal. I, I don't know anything about what you're saying. Right? He is our current representative. Okay. I probably well, he should. He has but also spent uh, the last four years sucking Trump's, Trump's dick. Mo mm-hmm. Brooks is a piece of shit. Yeah. Delicious. Very heavily. Like, super into it. Mm. Orange cream sickle. Their leading, like their leading ad in is uh, Mo, uh, Mo Brooks didn't support Trump. Oh. How, how did he not support Trump with his cock down? No, I'm just going, what? What level of red state are we in? Is it the one that was directed by Kevin Smith? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was that, that'd be a much better red state. You know what? I'd have to agree. <laughs> <laughs> if, 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 if he had to choose between. All right, we are coming up on the hour mark. Does anyone have anything else to say about the twists and turns of Basic? Go watch the fucking movie. It's fun. Yeah, it turns out the last twist is this hasn't been Travolting development or even Caging Greatness has actually been the late takes. <laughs> it's probably the last time that Travolta had his real hair in a movie. Yeah. I mean, uh, the whole time I'm looking at it, I thought it was it looked like that sprinkle on shit. I thought it was going to melt off of his head the whole time. Because, you know, again, it was raining the entire fucking time. The entire movie. According to IMDb, it was raining. Yeah. So... <laughs> yeah. Throughout the, the, the Travolting series, we'll be on what we call wig watch, where we see <laughs> at what point does that hair become a lot more uh, inauthentic. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, yeah. um, I like the movie. Go watch the movie. Yeah, I, I, I think it's a I think it's a solid fucking uh, time. I mean, pop that shit on on a Sunday when you ain't doing shit. And yeah, I think it's a, it, it's a good recommend for the whole table. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> Check it. Fucking Travolting Development approved. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like a sideways stuff. Like, yeah. <laughs> Almost an orange Cassidy. It's like, yeah, it's, just, like, yeah, it's fine. Sure. Well, since I still uh, don't know all the plugs for KG Greatness, I am going to let uh, you start this one off, Jimmy. <laughs> well, for Cajun Greatness... You are listening to us now, so you obviously found us. Good job. We're available on all the podcast servers. You can also check out our merch store at tpublic.com slash user slash Cajun Greatness. We have some pretty great designs. Uh, if you haven't already, go back and listen to our last episode with Marco Manone. This is the most professional we've ever sounded. It was a hella good time. Super informative interview. And my God, we sounded like we get paid to do this. <laughs> what up, Marco? It's, we it's know crazy. you listen. Yeah, and Marco, you're our Valentine, bud. <laughs> oh, do not forget that. Yeah, well, you uh, said yes. We, ho- we hope he didn't spoil uh, basic for you. We hope he went in blind to this. We're one. gonna remind <laughs> yeah. him every episode. Yes, going Mark, our Valentine, Marco Manone. <laughs> we, we, listen, we don't want Marco to rescind his Valentine. This, so let's not, you know, be a little, you know, you know, like the, the little cl- the clingy, the clingy yeah. partner here. And like, I, I hope his girlfriend understands, but you know, <laughs> we, I think we ask first. It's That's like, all I'm sorry, saying. babe, I'm actually in a relationship with like five other dudes. From what we've learned, she listens too. Oh yeah, seems like. But yeah, um, so listen to that episode. It was a good time, and yeah. That's about it for the Cajun Greatness. Come back next week for 
uh, something. A brand new episode of Cajun Greatness brought to you by Swizzle Sticks. I was going to say Oscar Mayer Wiener. <laughs> uh, brought to you by John Travolta's hairpiece. Um, mm. Delish. Valley Girl. We're watching Valley Girl. Oh, oh, I'm excited. I've been looking forward to that. Yeah, one, it should be a good time. After that, it's going to be uh, another episode of Uncaged, Cannon's Choice with special guest Ken Logan. Oh my God, we got a guest on from. Ooh. <laughs> oh. Gotta, gonna have to remind him that he needs to be here for that. <laughs> That'd be a surprise to him, that's for sure. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. And then I have been Captain Shimmy. You can follow me at Captain Shimmy's Kind of Art, Captain Shimmy's Almost Music, Captain Shimmy's Toy Box. Uh, you can find me at the comic strip. I buy and sell comic books. It's a good time. And yeah, that's about it. All right, it's Pat. Thank you for listening. Uh, hell, what a show, right? <laughs> <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd at John Lost's Name. And uh, do us a favor. Go over and check out the AYC8 side of things. We release episode 267 of that show over on Monday, June 13th. And uh, it's, a, it's a great time. We catch up with AYC's original Cody, and we talk about a lot of really interesting things like the uptick in Lyme disease, how Zoolander healed the nation, and our top 10 episodes of the year so far. Sounds like a good time. Uh, this is Frank. You can follow me if for a really boring follow because I barely post shit. On Instagram, at Swarley1. One one four five, or at that cannon guy, or at that oh, cannon guy. Or you can follow me at Forland, Forland one four five five. But and I have been your host uh, on this night, that cannon guy. You can find me at that cannon guy on Twitter, Instagram, Letterbox, Goodreads, and the TikTok. I somehow just crossed nine hundred followers. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, thank hey. you, thank you. I will TikTok soon. Famous. I will. Oh, gross! <laughs> I will soon be able to. I guess stream is the next yeah. uh, cap when you hit to a thousand. I don't know what comes after that, but we shall see. Well, tell all your followers about our shows. I do. I have been. <laughs> I have. I have literally done like three TikToks for <laughs> the fucking show. Anyway, that being said. Um, uh, thanks for listening. Check out Basic mm-hmm. and um, and real quick, I wanted to do a special shout out because I've been checking the insights for the show. And uh, if you are our listener in Dublin, or if you are a listener in Frankfurt Amman, I think it's how you pronounce it, in Germany, or if you are a listener from Brussels, thank you. We love you. Tell your friends because it's just one person from each of those places. But uh, yeah, we think you're the bee's knees. Just wanted you to know that. Or several people from those three places. And our FBI guy. Love you too, buddy, but you've you been slipping, so you need to listen to some more episodes, yeah? yeah we, we, need to, we need to say more incriminating things. <laughs> and Tappahannock, Virginia? Where you at, guys? I haven't seen any listens from you more than like two or three a week, so come on. Got to bump those numbers up. Hey, hey, you know, like a lot of people, they don't listen week to week. They sort of like let it sit for a while, then they binge a bunch of episodes. Ah, maybe so, maybe so. But Everybody you, got a different li- listening preference. I'm just saying. You know, you know Brussels, what it might be? What? Uh, I've been off work, as, as you know. Yeah, I know. And I listen to the podcast at work. Sure. I work for the federal government. Uh-huh. And so maybe our FBI guy oh, is just my FBI guy. Yeah, okay. And he hasn't been listening because he hasn't been hearing the podcast so for my your truck. Fault. Okay. So it's God. my fault for... It's actually a It's my fault truck. for having surgery in COVID. Well, you know what? FBI guy needs to be a lot more sturdy. Like the Dublin people and, and the Brussels uh, person and the German person. So 
Thank you, guys. Speaking, I did want to say one thing about my surgery. I don't know why, but after the surgery, my surgeon came in and showed me a picture of the actual surgery, like inside me. His head out like, pretty this nasty, is, right? With the caption <laughs> of even saying, this is where we pushed your spleen out of the way. And I'm like, I don't need to see this. Yep. I really don't. Your guts are back and to the left. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> why? Why are you showing me this? It's like your doctor just like filmed <laughs> like your surgery on like Instagram Live. Yeah. I'm like, is it streaming? Uh, he drew Do a I need smiley to check face. Twitch out? <laughs> he drew a smiley face on your spleen. Yeah. Do my stitches <laughs> on the inside because they do the interior stitches. Uh, the stitches spell out something. Yeah. That you, uh, anyway, thank you all for listening. We'll see you next week. Good night. Bye. Bye. It's a troubling development. His movies are kind of shit. Fifteen years without a hit. Hey, it's John Travolta.